Hey yo, what's goody? It's Shubble up in the building. So as you might be able to hear, we got some beautiful background noise going. We got some fun sounds, great sounds, people enjoying the day, you know, at the park with downtown. It's a beautiful day. It's kind of cool today. It's probably like 60s, 60, uh, maybe like low 60s. Yeah, like low 60s, something like that. Uh, family's walking by, enjoying the, enjoying the park. This guy just looked back to see what I was doing. Um, but yeah, at the park, obviously the awkward guy out here with the laptop open, holding a microphone, recording something, obviously. But no one has a clue. <laughs> just like I like it. Leave all the mis- mysteriousness. But no, it's super nice, man. It's a bunch of kids playing, the sun setting. There's this cool, this cool chick like doing practicing her like skate moves before she go kills it at the at the roller rink. There's kids over here wrestling like they should be. I feel like I feel like okay. Also, if you don't if you don't remember, I am obviously a teacher. I say obviously because it's obvious. Come on, six three black man with locks with a nose ring. Of course I'm a teacher. Come on. I'm a, I'm a teacher. Just just my description should tell you alone. I'm a, I'm a teacher. Oh, she's leaving. Also, her, her locks are really cool. She's got this cool hair color. She's got, like, red tips with, like, blonde um, closer to the roots. But she's, like, cool. She's chill. She's got, like, the cool, the cool vibe uh, roller skate type thing going. But, um, but yeah, so... Let's get straight into it. I'm going to try and keep this short. Try and keep myself to a time limit. So let's see. I see the time and let's get right into it. So today, man, um, let's talk about it. The Black Wish. The Black Wish. And also, I want to try. I feel like I want to explain my titles a little bit more because I'd be coming up with these titles randomly. But like it makes complete sense to me. But nobody, like, obviously y'all don't really understand fully why I picked that title. So the Black Wish. The Black Wish is what I wish I had, what I wish our people have, would have now. Because lately, this topic has been coming up, man, you know, with me, my coworkers, um, and just thinking to myself as well. As life happens, adulting happens, and the responsibilities have to be taken care of. You know what I mean? And so, this thing that's been coming up lately is like, what what my kids have to deal with on a regular basis, thinking and thinking about, you know, kind of what they go home to outside of school and what they're around, their environments. And just thinking about how that affects their their reactions, how they react to things, how they, how they cope with things, how they... Uh, how they might choose to respond to something, you know, whether whether it's good or bad, like super excited, you know, you know, or, or super mad and frustrated about something or super sad about something, like all, all of it. Like, I mean, holistic, like facial expressions, body movements, all that, you know what I mean? And, you know, seeing my kids and thinking about their home experiences and then thinking about myself, because, you know, I'm, I'm black. I got my whole class is black. I got I got one white student um, that has you know mixed siblings, 
and then uh, I have two other girls that are um, are mixed as well, uh, black and Latino, I think. And so it's like all these kids have different experiences, but we're all here at school, at this school, a Title I school, a low-income school, um, you know, reduced lunch or, or free lunch for like, what, 70 70 percent 70 plus percent i think of the whole school and i think we just switched to like 100 percent this year so like last year we we're like 70 plus percent reduced lunch or free lunch and now this year we're like completely 100 percent reduced lunch like nobody pays for lunch anymore i don't think to my knowledge that's that's what i think it is and it's like man i wish i had some things in place that would have helped me back then that would have me prepare for now and like all the responsibilities because like being being an adult with responsibilities is crazy out here you know like it's wild <laughs> like even just like the mundane responsibilities of like paying a bill i have to remember to pay the same bill every month it's and oh gosh, don't let it be something that's not automatically taken out of my paycheck. Oh my goodness, bruh, I'd be like two days behind the actual day and stuff like that. But you know, obviously, thank God we got email alerts and all this other stuff, so that's super helpful. <laughs> that's super helpful. But anywho, but yeah, I just wish there were some things in place that I had in elementary, middle school. You know, my elementary school was all black and, and low income. My middle school, the first middle school I went to was all black and low income. And then the second middle school I went to was majority white and, you know, middle to high income. And then my high school was majority white. So I had a PWI um, high school and then a, 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 most, a mostly, like, it was almost all white middle school. And so seeing the differences between the schools, the teaching, the resources, the, the, I was about to say the makeup of the school, the, like how the school looks, like the tidiness, the, the upkeep of the school, it's completely different. You know, like you want to, you enjoy school different when it's clean, you know, like you don't mind being at school, but when you're walking around the school and it's, it just looks dirty, it looks stingy, like it's different. And now I'm seeing it as a teacher, you know? Like I've, I've been to a, I've helped at a, another school during summer school and I've, and it was cleaner and it wasn't dingy. And I didn't mind being in the building, you know? But my school is like, it's an old school. We're like a hundred, we're on our hundred years, I think. I'm pretty sure we just had a hundred year birthday, like last year. And it's crazy, like grandparents come and pick their kids up and be like, oh my goodness, I went to this school. It's still the same. That shouldn't be a thing. That should, that should never be a thing. No one should ever go back to their school at 50, 60, 70 years old and say, oh, I went here and it's exactly the same. And so like a lot of the, a lot of the thoughts that I had for myself was like, man, I wish I had one, teachers that look like me. I wish I had teachers that were younger, you know, when I went to middle school and, and elementary school, um, I wish I had teachers that weren't 60 and 50 and up that could relate a little bit more, you know, just to see a couple of those. Like, all the teachers were just older. 
you know, my, my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ellison, he was old, balding, wore his pants on his belly. Put like he tucked, he tucked his belly in his pants. He was one of those types. Um, I can't even remember the other fifth grade teacher. She, I think it was a white lady. I feel like it was a white lady, but I don't even know. Sorry, I just hit the mic. It was a net. But yeah, I'm like, man, I don't want to be no teacher. Like, look how old he is. He, you know what I'm saying? I shook his hand. I like grabbed his wrist on accident one time. He's like, oh, you a Mason brother. I was like, Mason? What the heck is a Mason? You know, free. And he's like, Freemason. I'm like, no, I just accidentally grabbed your forearm. And then he grabbed mine. And I'm like, okay, we messed up on the handshake. It's all good. You know, <laughs> the day continues. I'm going to go to recess. I, I wish my school was like, so our gym, for one, our gym wasn't a gym. Our gym had tile floors. Our bleachers were like, a lot of the seats were like old and bent. It was like metal bleachers that slide out from the wall. They were in no way, shape, or form like clean and refurbished. Parts where the metal was peeled off, they they switched it out for like wood. They replaced it with wood pieces. And I'm just like, bro, like our assemblies were in there. We had a stage, bro. I don't ever remember being up on stage ever. I don't think we ever had like any type of talent shows. And mind you, this is like. This school was probably like, if anything, like less than 10 minutes from my house where I live, you know. So it's multiple trailer parks surrounding it, a couple, you know, neighborhoods with regular houses, non-trailer houses. I don't know what to call those because the trailer's a house, but it's a trailer. But yeah, I'm just like, man, I wish I had younger teachers. I wish I had, you know technology in my school we had a computer lab but you know nowadays these kids have ipads and laptops and all this stuff to use and and all these resources to use technology resources to use and it's just like bro i wish i had that you know i wish i had updated playground equipment you know like a lot of this stuff is it's just like the simple things that i feel like everybody should just naturally get without having to ask or or do a, a petition or or get a grant for you know i feel like cities should make sure that that everything is upkept you know especially the jungle gyms and and the equipments and stuff like that the gyms the um bleachers and seats the the painting the the roofing i feel like those are just common necessities that a school should have that keeps the kids energy to learn up you know I wish I had wish I had classes that taught me more about like what it's going to be like in middle school and high school and outside of school as a black kid you know you go to a predominantly black school it's like man why not teach us what it's going to be like we acting a fool in school like tell us what it's going to be like we act a fool outside of school like why don't, why, don't, why don't my teachers do that my teachers didn't really do that third through fifth you know third through fifth we had a freaking, uh, I remember back to my elementary school, we had a, there was a smoking section for the teachers right beside the ISS trailer. It was so crazy. Like, I can walk outside and see my third, fourth grade teacher smoking a cigarette and smell it. It's like, and, and smoking black and miles. And I'm just like, that shouldn't be a thing. I wish I had teachers that actually cared, like, what is going on? Like, why is, why are they allowed to do this? Why is there a section on campus for them to smoke, you know? Like, I just wish I had better examples, even.
But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's the past. Leave the past in the past. But yeah, I wish that's what I had. I wish my parents had better resources as parents to to help get me on like a, a, a better a better track of of learning and, and closing the gaps because you know it's, a, it's an all black school we we got these you know old books and stuff like that so our lessons is just straight out the book but it's like we deserve better but we didn't get it you know and now it's like oh they got these new types of they got these new types of uh they got these new resources they got all these different types of uh um english learning um resources they got all these different types of math uh curriculums and stuff like that and so but now it's you know it's obviously different the, the troubles some of the troubles are different you know environments haven't changed but resources have changed a little bit. Now kids have iPads, laptops, you know, they got all these resources inside the classroom um, and stuff that they could use. I mean, obviously, yes, COVID did uh, put that on a fast-paced track technology-wise, but, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I, I guess eventually that would happen, you know? I think, uh, I think before COVID, there was probably a plan to... To have technology in, in fourth and fifth grade, I think at some point like that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that was fast track. But now it's like they have um, in some communities they have these. Uh, they had uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? I'm thinking of, they got these different like types of housing and, and things like that. They have. Uh, different types of resources for parents who need like help with clothes and beds and stuff like that. I didn't hear anything about that for any of my friends back back in elementary school and middle school. You know, broke sharing beds and having no beds and you know wearing same clothes. It's like they didn't get clothes from people. They never. My friends never left school with new clothes. You know, parents never came by to pick up beds or get beds dropped off. You know, but now they have that. But it's like now we have a bigger issue of so many of our parents being so young and not really knowing how to parent. It's like kids now need parents who have resources to learn how to be a parent. You know, these people are becoming parents at like 19, 20, 22. It's like, bro, they never really had a chance to live. Now they got a seven to eight year old in second and third grade, fourth grade. And they didn't really get to, to get all their kids stuff out. So now their kids are acting like we're some kids, you know? Because they're just reflecting their parents Because the parents don't really have the resources like that You know, my dad and mom coming up You know, 30 Late 30s, early 40s While I'm in elementary school, middle school And it's like they knew how to parent by that time You know, they, they've had three kids and, and they knew that They grew up in a different generation They knew to take care of their kids They knew to make sure they were respectful Make sure they understand how to take care of things When they got older, how to handle responsibilities I got older and they knew that you know you better act right in school get your grades up you know what I'm saying you don't play in class you don't you're not disrespectful to adults no matter who it is and it's like nowadays it's like nah it's different there's a lot more parents who are telling their kids to hit back if somebody hits you you know but they don't but they don't really know how to hit back because it's like 
it's different. Kids are softer and a little bit different now. Obviously, I'm not saying all, but the generations are changing, and the parents are getting younger, and, and the younger parents are having different experiences growing up. So now it's like, somebody hit you, hit them back. Okay, if a girl hits your son, you want your son to hit him back. You know, parents aren't teaching and showing their kids that, wait a minute, you do this in school, and you grow up, become 18, 17, an adult, and you do the same thing, you're going to go to jail. Like, you, you can't do that as a young black man. You can't do that as a grown black man, you know? And it's just like, it's crazy, you know? I, I, I wish parents now would have resources of, even even parents back then, I wish they had resources of how to parent, man. I wish I had resources of how to parent. That'd be, like, most useful within black communities. And when I say the black wish, I'm talking about black communities, man. Like, I don't know what it's like in other communities. I, I wish there were I wish there were classes and resources on how to manage money, how to budget, how to handle credit and debt and all these different things, you know? Um, sorry, I just got a, I just got a text from a parent, a kid lying about never getting homework. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, but um Yeah, it's just crazy. Times are different, man. Times are really different. Kids are more... A lot of my kids now are like, even compared to last year, they're just more whiny. They just whine all the time. And you know, they, they, they're these COVID learning kids, it's like, it's a lot different than, than the kids last year. Or, or not last year, but the year before that. You know, my first year was different. Kids weren't as whiny, you know, it was different. But, um... Yeah, I just wish they had better resources for parents to help with responsibilities, take care of all of that, so that that way they're they're um, they're able to set a good example for their kids of how to handle responsibilities, how to handle hard things, how to handle rejection, how to handle excitement, you know, how to how to be respectful, you know. Parents aren't even respectful. One of my coworkers said. Man, these kids, you know, they're going through it or, or, or they're like wild and like tough kids or whatever. And I'm just like, we can't fully put that on the kids because think about it this way. If you put some of their parents in these same in these similar types of situations for them as an adult where they're dealing with a, a coworker or something like that that's bothering them, they're dealing with uh, rejection in some type of way, um, like their kids do at school, I'm like, they're going to act the same way. Some of these parents are going to act the same exact way. They're going to show out. They're going to respond in an unhelpful way. They're going to, you know what I'm saying? They, they're going to show they behind. Like, we've had, what, two, three parents this year, like, cuss out our principal because he wouldn't let them walk inside the school without checking in to pick up their kid. You know, it's at the end of the day. We have a car rider line. We have a whole system. And the parent wants to almost hit a car two, two times. Parent drives into the parking lot, you know, past our car rider line, ser uh, not service, but system. And they yell and cuss and talk about, hey, can I get my kids? Say, like, hey, would you mind hopping in line? We have a system. We can't just send them out to you. We got to make sure everybody's safe. You know, we got these cars coming by. We got, we're not really, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're picking up, go pick them up in the car rider line. In, in two or three times, like I can't remember if it was three, no, twice, twice the principal has been cussed out personally, you know, by a parent who wasn't even in a rush to go nowhere. They just wanted to pick their kid up and not wait in line. It's like, 
where, where's the help and the assistance for, for those types of parents that haven't found a way to uh, effectively fight against these types of struggles, you know? And then we expect their kid to do better than them. Like, no. Their kid is going to react in a very similar type manner. Like, yes, some of them, some of the magical unicorn babies are, you know, out showing their parents and being very respectful and got manners. But a lot of these kids are, they're just, they're showing what they're learned. What they've learned at home, they're showing us. They're teaching us what they've learned. You know, whether it's the parent, whether it's uncles, cousins, whatever, that's the environment and they're not being taught anything different, you know? Now, yeah, some black parents might joke and be playful about, you better not be talking to people like that, but it's too playful. It's not a serious tone. It's not a serious setting to where it sinks in. There's not enough examples for something like that to sink in. It's like, you can't joke around and be like, you better not be doing that at school. You better not be acting like this outside when you when I'm not around. Like, you you can't joke in moments like that. You got to be serious and let them know, like, no, you, you. We already, I told one of my boys today, one of my black boys today, I said, we already don't have enough room to come to school and play around and act like we don't have sense. I'm like, you know you black, right? We, we don't have, we don't get that luxury, you know? I'm telling them that. I'm like, we don't get that luxury. We don't get to go outside of school and act like we don't have sense. We don't get to act like that, you know? We don't get to come to school, even even at our school, even at our school. We don't get to come to school and act like a clown. We don't get to come to school and not do what we're supposed to all the time. No, we don't get that. We don't get that luxury. And I, and I just wish the parents had a better resource to help them parent. Yes, I know. Sounds weird, but no, it's needed. I'm telling you, it's needed. When I see these parents, when I see how they talk and act around their kids, when I see how they they react to you know, just the two times in the car ride line with our principal and then the one time in the car ride line with each other. Like this this is one lady picked her kid up, she's speeding off, she's, you know, not staying on the line, she's about to hit another car that's driving, that's leaving. She picked up the kid, they're slowly pulling off and almost got in an accident and then get out and then making a big fuss instead of just driving off, making a big fuss because she almost, because they almost caused an accident. And it's just like, why are you showing out? Your kid is literally in the front seat beside you. And the other mom is simply stating, you want to act up? I can act up too. I'm not worried about nothing you got. I can act up too. You want to act up? I can act up too. And they both just yelling and cussing back and forth. And it's like, what is, like, what? What's the resource to help them? I wish our communities would have better resources of how to parent, how to love their kid, how to love themselves, how to think, how to think futuristic for their kids. Like, it doesn't just stop with giving them food, giving them clothes, making sure they got a bed to sleep in, a couch to sleep on, something like that. No, it doesn't just stop there. So where's the resource for that? Where's the resource to, to think progression through work? You know, instead of just having a dead end job, where's where's our resource for that? You know, As I, I feel like there are certain communities where it's like, no, we, we need extra help to, to think, oh, I don't have to just work this dead end job and not move up in a company and not want more for myself and more for my family. 
Now, yes, there are some people who can who can work through that and say, no, I do want more. I want my kids to have more, so I'm gonna work harder. I'm gonna work my way up. Yes, there are more. There are plenty of people like that. But there are plenty of people, and way too many, that can't think like that. That just can't because of their environment, because of their experiences, you know. And, and even myself, I'm just like, man, I have a hard time even. With some of the with the with the few examples that I do have in my family of people who doctors and and I got friends that are future lawyers I got family that are therapists counselors and all these you know wonderful positions and, and roles and uh, careers and it's like I still have a hard time saying you know what they can do something big like that I can chase my dream and try something big you know and make a difference with with my skills and talents that I've been blessed with it's still hard you know. But that's just that's just the black wish for me, man. And, and we're trying, you know. Don't don't think we're not trying. Like you got to think of all the 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 mental, the subliminal trauma that that a lot of these communities can deal with, you know. And I think about myself. I'm such an internal processor. It's like so many videos, so many news. Uh, newsreels of, of people being shot of this type of incident happened here this argument happening at a some freaking city council meeting or whatever and it's like those things affect us it, it adds up it adds up you know it adds up then on top of that you hear then you, and on top of that you think of you know the glimpses that you hear about in other countries where there's wars there's coups happening there's uh, there's there's governments being undermined, you know, and there's just chaos. There's huge killings in these other minority countries, or I guess not minority countries, but these other uh, countries of color, um, where it's just where it's just off badness. I mean that that plays a part too, because it's like, dang man, these all white countries they ain't having problems like that, where it's just white people, what well, you know. And, so, and, it, and it plays with your mind. It's like, why is it, why is it, you know, Hispanic countries and Dominican countries or African countries? Like, why why is it happening in our, those countries? You know, Brazilian countries or whatever. Um, did I say Brazilian countries? Is that even right? Isn't Brazil the country? I'm tripping. I gotta go to school. I needs to learn something. But anywho, man. I, yeah, we're trying. We're trying, man. We we don't don't see a black person act out of character. Don't see a black kid act out of character and say he a bum. He's not gonna be nothing. He's rude. They're disrespectful. She don't know how to act. She she a she ghetto or whatever. Don't think that. Don't think that until you know exactly what's caused us to react in certain ways or act a certain way that might seem out of character out of the norm you know you have plenty of things piled up on top of each other that culminate into one that cause a a a a shift in the norm i'll say it's a nuance it's a nuanced behavior for a community of people who understand you know it's like when i see something like that it's like i understand i would never be like oh I, that, that person probably never respectful. They probably always drew. Nope. It's just a moment. 
it's just a moment in time where all these things have culminated and this is the this is the outburst because we've got nothing else we don't know what else to do we don't know what else to try we don't know uh, strategy to help us respond in a way that's like oh yeah this is acceptable you know what I mean and so we are trying you know there's definitely hope and obviously yes there are communities that have these resources that I wish you know my area had or my community had when I was growing up so yeah they probably are I would assume so if I could think if I could think of these things now there I could only imagine and assume and pray that these resources exist you know they have to they just have to um and I think it's just yeah it's just a matter of time for other cities and communities to catch up and jurisdictions to make these moves and laws and acts and pass those things to where everybody is able to to receive these types of help this type of help to just better communities in general you know black wealth is wealth of community black dollar rises hey you can only imagine how well that community would do in that that area that that tri-state area that city that town would do with that because i mean that allows black people to be dreamers you know that allows black people to be dreamers. But obviously we're not the only ones. Every other, yeah, I mean, every other person of color is white communities that have similar issues. But I don't, I don't know those issues, y'all. I mean, I, I ain't lived in those areas. I ain't lived in those shoes. So I can't speak on those. But I could talk about my people a little bit, you know. I could, I could relate to a lot of communities that look like me. You know what I mean? So... That's a little bit for today, man. Uh, try to keep it short. Try to stay on time. But, uh, yeah, I ain't got too much else. I ain't got too much else. Hope y'all are living, on, living great and enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate y'all for stopping by. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all for checking out this episode. Hey, but y'all stay up, man. Peace. Mm-hmm.